1: We met at a training, and our secret sauce is that we and our partners became fast friends. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here,
0: and together we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for couples therapy. If something you hear in this podcast stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions. So don't forget to go over to
2: mypartner.com to leave a question of your own. Here's today's question Hey guys, welcome back. Hey. Hi. We are here with another <laughs> mini series. This is what, season five mini
1: series? It is. is. Season five, yeah. yeah. I love that you guys are paying attention to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've like been doing this talk. a
0: while. We, we have. have, been- have we have, yeah.
2: we have I, I don't know, I don't, didn't like, haven't looked in a while, but I think there's like over 60 episodes that folks can wow. go through. It's kind of crazy. And we're but about so, to add some more. I know. Here we go. So, this mini series is going to have this episode plus four more. So, that's five altogether. Mm-hmm. And we are talking about boundaries.
1: Why are we Ooh. talking about boundaries? Yeah, let's talk about that, Vicky. Why aren't we talking about that? <laughs> you all Aside are Aside from the fact me. that like everybody needs help with
2: boundaries. Well, there's <laughs> that.
1: There's
2: that. But there's also a little bit of a celebration
1: in here. Oh, huge celebration.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, wow. our friend. I wrote a book. Jills wrote a book. <laughs> Yay!
2: It's called Setting Boundaries That Stick. Y'all, it is so good.
0: Oh, thanks, honey. It is so good. I'm so excited. It's all about working with your brain and using neurobiology insights to create practices that make boundary work easier and works with your lower brain really well. And it's like, here's what happened, right? I have all these people asking me about this stuff, and I'm reading things on it that were out there, and I was thinking, like, well, all these ideas are awesome, but how... All these good uh, way to phrase it. Yeah. How, how 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 do you actually do it? Right. (laughs) And so I started researching all these network systems in the brain and how do they talk? Yeah, I know I'm such a geek (laughs) that way. So if, if I want to work with having space between your mind and my mind, Well, which network in my brain is guessing about what's happening in your mind? Which part Mm -hmm. of my brain lets me feel connected to you? So once I understand a little bit more about how that network works, it helps me understand what kinds of practices are actually helpful. So, So I decided to write a book on practices that you can use to support your brain in the how part of setting the boundaries you want.
1: I what love a it gift. So fucking much. Oops. Yeah, I <laughs> love it so much. <laughs> my my little ears can't.
2: <laughs> I know I wasn't using my containing boundary there. I'm sorry,
1: but- <laughs> <laughs> Jules, I think um I, I have a lot of favorite things about you. Not gonna mm. lie. I think that one I think my favorite thing about you that trickles into everything mm. is the fact that you were an auto mechanic. Because that story in my head is that that is why you then learned about the brain. Oh, that's so fascinating. Oh, they're like how things work. Yes, Mm -hmm. because I remember you saying you may you may really Mm -hmm. believe this at the time. I don't know, or you Mm -hmm. may have been paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. But I remember a quote from Jules. I was you know in grad school to be a therapist, and I thought, I know a car engine.
0: Why Mm -hmm. don't I know? the brain. That's exactly right.
1: So mm-hmm. I was thinking
0: like, I wouldn't oh, ask me, myself or one of the gift. guys to, like work on, work on a transmission if they didn't know how a transmission worked. I didn't understand in right. grad school, why on earth are you asking me to work with somebody's mind? If you don't want me to know anything about how brain works. Cause in my grad school, there wasn't anything. Right. That's like one kind of sort of half a class. And barely. But
1: so, like if you hadn't been a mechanic first, I don't know honestly, that you yeah, wouldn't. <laughs> <pharmacology laughs> like how we do drugs affect on, your brain? Kind yeah, that's of.
0: A, yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> pharmacology.
1: Yeah, it was pharmacology. Oh, so it
0: talked a little bit about yes. neuroscience then. But that's that is how I got into it. But then I think like that's sort of how I've approached all sorts of things in my life. It's like, wait, I really want to understand how they work. So I studied poetry before I even went to college. I was taking summer classes on poetry because I wanted because this thing moved me. Poetry moved me a lot, but I wanted to understand how are people putting poetry together? So I took a bunch of classes while I was in summers before I went off to college and and I loved theater. And I have a my undergrad is in theater. I loved theater because I loved the way plays made me feel, but I didn't want to. I tried being an actor. Turns out I have terrible stage fright, by the way. How weird is that? But I do. I'm oh, um, wow. still to this day. It's awful. <laughs> I do not actually enjoy public speaking. Um, that, you'd be surprised. Because I hear that I, most
2: people who are public speakers don't enjoy it.
0: Yeah, it's actually yeah. not. It's very it's, scary. You know how to work through I, it. Yeah, I work through the fear. Yeah. But it's <laughs> not that I'm not afraid. Um, but um, but I, what I loved was directing because in directing you're really understanding how the play is working and you have to understand how all the different elements of theater come together to like so you (laughs) create a thing so that you have audience magic experience with this thing so like you have to understand the how the mechanics of the whole thing and so I think it's not just the auto mechanic in me though certainly that was part of it but but I think I've always been doing that. Wondering, about, yeah. The- yeah. wondering yeah. about the how.
2: Wondering about the how. So speaking of, Pardon can us. I take us mm-hmm. a little deeper into but this yeah. introduction? Because speaking about the how, like I, I know that you have this amazing course that folks can find on Therapy Wisdom. Therapy Wisdom, mm-hmm. by the way, is one of our is our sponsor. Is helping us bring this episode to you. We are so grateful for them. Um, mm-hmm. And folks can find that course on Therapy Wisdom. Right New courses.
0: Like, yeah, right? I have two courses, yeah. Yeah. two courses. There's at least
2: on boundaries. Specifically, oh, there's two on boundaries? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. sorry about that. I just forget all the details. But yes. <laughs> yeah. But in addition that's why to, we're like, all here. Yeah. So folks can go deeper there. They can do that now. But then they could also get this book that's coming out December 1st. Mm-hmm. And the book. We just want to spend a little time, I think, today talking about the how, the how the mm-hmm. boundaries work, right? Like there's you have outlined six steps. Yes right yes. so mm-hmm. i think it might be really helpful for us to understand those six steps as we go mm-hmm. especially through the next four episodes in this mini series we sure. need to outline this for folks so that they have like a a key to understanding it
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i'd love to so first we'll just name them and before i even jump into that i just want to name I actually don't think of boundaries as one thing. I think of them as many different things that we're using one word to try to describe. And so I've broken them down into categories. And so right now I want to talk about what I call an external boundary. So that's probably what most of us think of when we say boundary it's how do I communicate what is, and is not okay for me to someone else. So when I think about Mm -hmm. how do you do that? Well, um, long ago, a mentor of mine, Carol Middleberg, was talking to me about this, and it's through those discussions that the beginnings of these six steps were born. yeah, mm-hmm. um, so big shout out to Carol. Thank you so much for your mentorship because it really changed my life and made me a big part of the therapy therapist I am today um and it's out of those discussions that I was like wait, how do I hone this and really help clients work through it? And it's honestly, thank you to every client who I've ever worked through this with as well, because working through it with you Mm -hmm. really helped me understand, ooh, what are the keys to this map? So I made a map. Here's how you set a boundary. So the first step is to find a big why. And then we're going to define an action and then anticipate Response from the other person, anticipate your own reactions to that. Don't worry, Mm -hmm. we'll go back over these one at a time. Create Mm -hmm. a self soothing plan and then say it again and follow through. So it's your big why, define an action, anticipate, anticipate, soothe yourself and follow through. So, first, your big why. So, when I think about making a boundary, we have to acknowledge it's actually really hard. Mm -hmm. Probably the other person ah. is not going to have a pleasant response. Let's mm-hmm. know that going in. One of my favorite boundary books ever is actually not mine. It is a book called Don't Let the Pigeon Ride the Bus. Right. I need to buy that
1: book. <laughs> I need to buy that it book. Is I it is yeah. <laughs> by
0: It is an awesome boundary book. And it is basically the kid um, is asked to not let the pigeon drive the bus. And then you flip the page and the pigeon is there going, Hey.
1: <laughs> and I drive the
0: bus? And it's you're supposed to practice saying no. And on every page, the pigeon has a new way to try to get you to let him to drive let it the ride bus. the bus. I'm going to try My cousin Harold drives a bus. Why can't I drive a bus? Your mom would <laughs> let me. I'll pay you 5 bucks. Why won't you let me drive the bus? Right? And this is great. And I love this book because it's I think it honors the reality of what a lot of us face is that it's actually really hard Oof. not to name what we want, but to deal with the response to naming what we want. Mm-hmm. To, so, deal, to deal with the disappointment in the other. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's probably, they may get disappointed. They may get sad. They may say, fine, that's possible. But a lot mm-hmm. of people don't. That's the reality we're dealing with. Yeah. So what I like to have is enough emotional oomph, if you will, you need a big
1: why. Well, I'm <laughs> chuckling inside because it's, I was thinking, like, I, I don't know what a big why is. And it's exactly what it sounds like it would be. Yeah. Like, it's not you need really a code. why. It's really like why. Big enough. Yeah. Why, yeah, enough. why. <laughs> yeah. why are, are you doing put,
0: this? Well, yeah. That you'll put the work behind it. You need the work behind it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to make it through some hard waters, probably. And mm-hmm. so you need a big, juicy reason why you'd put yourself yeah. through something that's hard. So that's step one. So the step one, notice, has nothing to do with the other person. Oh, yeah. In fact, every single okay. one of these six steps is done internally in you prior to setting your boundary. So right. step one, find your big why, enough emotional oomph, it makes it worth it. If it's going to be a mellow C, a medium big why is fine. If it's going to be a very rough C that you're about to face, you better have a good reason.
1: Or you right? won't do it, right? Or you won't do it.
0: Why would you do it? Why yeah. would you follow through okay. with it? Why would you even try? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right,
2: right. Because like, let's come back to the title of the book, Setting Boundaries That Stick. Stick.
1: <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> right?
2: Like, I could set right. a million boundaries, but if I think that I set a boundary by telling you something, and that's it, it. Isn't not that what we think, stick, too? Right? Yeah, no, yeah. It is. Yeah. I, I think this book is really revolutionary. Oh, I think this book is really revolutionary and I think a lot of our listeners, a lot oh. of the folks that read this book are going to have their heads turned a little upside down because they're going to discover that boundaries are, are fully 100% about what you do and they're not about what the other person does. Yeah, yeah. We, we as a culture think that boundaries are, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you that this is my boundary and your job then is to
1: respect it. Well, because I'm going to tell you in a way that you will respect it. So I'm going to my therapist to ask for the right script of, well, tell me how to phrase it so they'll listen, because I must be phrasing it wrong because they're not listening. Exactly. So (laughs) let's break that
0: down. Can you tell me what to tell another person so that I can control the next thing? Yes. Yeah. You you can influence them. And I want you to do that. And I want you to do that well. But when it comes to control, the only person you get to control is you. So a boundary is not about getting somebody else to do anything. It's actually about what are you going to do.
1: Oof. Which yeah, brings us to step number two.
2: <laughs> which brings <laughs> us to step number two, which is defining, defining an your,
0: action. Yeah, defining your action. So defining your action just means here's what's okay with me. Here's what's not okay with me. Here's what I'm going to do if the not okay thing happens. Mm-hmm. And as part of defining your action, not only do you decide on what action would feel good to you, solid in your integrity, not too much, not too little, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It really protects you and keeps you safe and all that. Is there possible to keep safe? Well, no, you all know me well mm-hmm. enough to know I sit with pretty hard reality around that. But is it possible to add protection? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. And so so what action feels good to me. Right. And that's going to be really dependent on you and your context, everything that's in your Mm -hmm. history and all that. And then also, how do you want to say that out loud? And so I have people follow a little map as they try on how to say it with all the permission in the world to change it if that's not right for them. But it basically goes, here's what's okay for me. Here's what's not okay for me. Mm. Here's what I'm going to do if the not okay thing happens. So if I were setting a boundary with Stella, let's say, it might go, sweetie, I so want to help you get to bed. I love it when we do nighttime together. If we can't brush our teeth, I don't think we're going to have time for girl talk. So if Mm -hmm. you can't start brushing your teeth right now, we're going to skip girl talk today. I won't be able to do it. There. I just stated out out loud about Mm -hmm. it. And when she pushes back, Mm -hmm. let's say she did not brush her teeth and now we're out of time. And she looks up at me with big eyes and we're in bed and I've tucked her in. And she goes, but I have something really important to tell you, mommy. Can't we do a little bit of girl talk?
1: Mm -hmm. If
0: I want to hold my boundary, it's up to me to follow through. But we're jumping ahead right? That's all the way ahead at step six. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So the first thing we're going to do is just say, Hey, what am I willing to do? In this case, I'm willing to skip girl talk. Also, here's how I communicate it in a way that feels really kind and clear to me. So there you go. Right. So that's step two. Step three is guess what they're going to do. So this is where it gets hard for me,
2: right? Because like using your example, I'm already Mm -hmm. anticipating, well, Stella's going to be really disappointed and she's going to look at you with puppy dog eyes. And then, you Mm -hmm. know, like there's going to be this like tiny little violin playing and and, and, oh, like that, um, now I'm moving on to actually step number four, because then I'm anticipating, well, that's going to make me feel really guilty. And then I'm going to, right. And,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and I'm going to move into an, oh, well, yeah, Mm -hmm. the grill talk is my favorite part of the day. And it's mine
0: too. And
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Mhm mhm mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we are guessing what the other person's going to do on purpose, not because we're right, but because we're going to guess at what's going to be stirred in us that next might lead me to flex that boundary instead of keep it. Right? There's so step-
1: such realism to this. I just want to mm-hmm. point that out that mm-hmm. it's not the respectfully like the wishful thinking of oh no it'll work Mm -hmm. and there won't be pushback or oh no this or this Mm -hmm. it's when there's pushback what really is going to happen within me as well right exactly just knowing it owning it prepping Mm -hmm. for it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so step three because that's the
2: stuff that typically makes it not stick right this
1: is where we we, yeah we
2: we
0: get to the we get to the rehearsing of step two and then we don't continue Right. We want to right. go through all the way through the rehearsal. And the bigger boundary you're going to set, the harder the reaction might be, the more I would spend lots yeah. of time away from the situation practicing these steps, actually even saying some of this stuff out loud, practicing soothing plans, etc. We'd want to do that a lot mm-hmm. before we actually engaged in the thing in real life.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So can, step- can
2: I share a, mm-hmm? a small little something yeah, yeah. that I'm seeing a yeah, lot yeah. of in my practice? As I bring more and more of these skills forward, Mm -hmm. what I'm noticing is that my people are practicing a lot of the practices that we're going to be sharing later in the series. Mm -hmm. They're practicing them for like two, three months.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm.
2: And then we're not even really, like we're we're doing some of this conversation. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the big why. We're going through these six steps. But after they've practiced these skills for months, and then it's like just kind of effervescently bubbling through their lives. Yeah. And they're surprised mm-hmm. by it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: Right. That's so, so great.
2: Yeah. It's so These practices amazing. really do
0: work they if you really work. commit to them. And we don't if even know. If you want to commit to them. Commit to them. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it does. <laughs> can we say how long again? Yeah. Two, I said two, three months. Four months. months yeah. Six months for yeah. some folks. Yeah. Yeah. This is not, this it's is not, not a some. Quick- this is not some, ooh, yeah. do this magic thing and your brain's magic, gonna feel yeah. amazing. That's not yeah. a thing. I don't believe that's Mm-mm. a thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd actually say, say that, that this is
2: this is much more like, Oh, you wanna learn how to play the guitar?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, let's practice some scales. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so we don't yeah. even know what inner work to do yet because we we haven't really been with the six steps. But when you even try these on, you'll start to see, ooh, when other people have a hard time, that's really hard for me. Well, psychological yeah. boundaries is where to go. We're gonna cover that in right. this mini series. Or, ooh, actually, I don't say stuff that feels like it's in my integrity. Oh, containing boundaries, the way to go. Don't worry, we're going to cover that in this series too. Ooh, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm good at this except for when it comes to how how my partner touches me. Great, no problem. That's physical boundaries. We're going to talk about that later. So so stick with us in the mini-series because we're going to be talking a little bit about this. There's stuff. an answer for everything. There's a, well, I don't have an answer for everything, but I do have very deep thoughts about boundaries, and we're not in this, in this right? Well, we got away from the six steps we a little did. bit. We're on, we're on
2: step number five.
0: We're on step number five. Before I even get to step number five, I have to I have to deter for a second. It's just like we're we're actually only sharing this mini series, the first four chapters of the book. Yeah, and I it's about There's five or so, but yes. Yeah, <laughs> five. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's
2: like um, the first half of and the and book. And not in
0: detail. Guess, yeah, we, not, we're leaving yeah. out lots, but we're going to cover like a deep teaser for, for mm-hmm. our people who listen to this so that you can feel into it. And if you want more, if you like what we're seeing, there's actually quite a lot of content that we're not going to cover in here.
2: Go order the book. <laughs> it's already available at all of your favorite yeah. booksellers.
0: Yeah. You can pre-order it already. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So step five. So here's what I do. I guess about what's going to happen in you. And then I guess about what's going to happen in me. And then step five comes and I create a soothing plan, something fast I can do in the moment to help me remember my big why and to calm enough that it's worth it to move forward into step six, that I can manage it, that my brain mm-hmm. can actually handle it.
2: Can I just pause here with step five?
0: Yeah. Because
2: this
1: Revolutionized my life, mm. a soothing plan. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: mm. yeah, and so many levels, and um, it revolutionized my life. It revolutionized my relationship. It probably revolutionized my work. It like mm. it it has shifted so many different pieces of me that I have this crazy thought in this crazy, sick world that we live in that if we all developed a self soothing plan. Mm -hmm. What could, like, that could be a tipping point. That could be a thing that could really change the world. So I know that that's like a really big concept, but developing this plan is actually Mm -hmm. not hard to do. It just takes a commitment for practicing it.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. it takes Mm -hmm. more
0: vigilance and commitment than it does hard work.
2: Yeah. And the thing Mm -hmm. that I love about it when we get to it is that it's so uniquely personalized for each person that. It's kind of like a map back to yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, so I just like, hold on when we get there, like, take a breath with it mm-hmm. because it's big
1: mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. small, but it's big. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. once we have the soothing plan, then we're going to work on saying it Say all it again. again.
0: Yeah. Follow through. So let's take that example with my daughter. I, have my little moments if I do my hand on my heart and I remember. And my big why for parenting actually is this. My daughter will learn to, it's okay for her to say no as a woman. If she sees her mother say it's okay to say no. And That is a gift I absolutely would like to give her. Mm-hmm. To say no and mean it. Mm-hmm. So that's my big why. That's why. Remember that? And I put my hand on my heart and I say, Oh, sweetie, we did run out of time tonight, so we cannot have girl talk. I know that's so hard. I love you so much, and I'll help tomorrow.
1: We'll try again, and hopefully, girl talk will happen tomorrow. Good night, my love. (sighs) And maybe she has a cry, and maybe Mm -hmm. I remember back for a minute. And then we go to bed. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. 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 So that's like this, that's basically like the six steps, but what they do is they stir up all the places in you where you need to work on internal boundaries.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But in this mini series, mm-hmm. we're going to touch on the four major boundary types, which are external, psychological, containing, and physical. We'll touch on all of them give you some examples answer some listener questions that have come in that feel like really aligned with all these and so you'll see us work through six steps next time with a listener question. Woo-hoo!
2: All right y'all so thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check out therapy wisdom. They have a special code that they're offering us for free access on any one of Jules's one hour wise conversations. You just have to use the code W D M P. that's for why does my partner, WDMP at checkout. Um, thank you so much, Therapy Wisdom, for mm-hmm. helping us bring this show to everybody. And y'all don't forget to go pre-order a copy of Setting Boundaries That Stick.
0: Mm. Thanks, watching.
2: We'll
0: be everyone. back next week. Bye. Bye-bye. That wraps up this week's episode Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner?
1: We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at one of our workshops. You'll find our next date at doesmypartner.com. Did you know you can ask us your questions? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whytismypartner.com to either
2: write
0: in or record your question for a future episode. And here's some gratitudes. Thanks to Al Hoberman, our sound editor and podcast production magic maker.
1: Thanks to every one of you who has joined us for our workshops in the past. We've learned so much from all of you.
2: And thanks to everyone who's reviewed the show on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help others to find
0: the show. Take care of each other best you can. See you next time.